T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. All right. What's happening, dude? Man, I'm just hanging out. Richard! How's it going, Upset? We've got to come up with you a nickname. Uh, I don't know. Like Richard! Uh, I don't know. The Red Weasel is not. Uh, yeah, we can't call you the Red Weasel. Popular. That's just bad. Unless yeah. we're on a CB. Yeah, well, that means well, our walkie-talkies. Yeah, that's yeah. totally yeah. acceptable. Yeah. If we're doing some, you know, some lowdown stuff, then yeah, like, I'll be the Red Weasel. Over. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have, to, we'll have to think about that. We will have to think we'll about that. We'll have to that. think about that. Professor Awesome. Professor Awesome is my nickname. <laughs> so, at the time of recording this, we are, uh, well, at the time of this airing, we will be coming home from Ponies and Smokies. That's right. So coming home. Hopefully that was a good time. Hopefully. It sounds like a great time. Hanging out with Mustang. Supposedly. Supposedly. This is and, we are, and we would have already interviewed Steve Saline by yeah. this point. Yeah. And. And. We have already experienced snow at this point. Yeah. What? Leave it Leave it to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Okay. For anybody that doesn't have a globe or a map around, <laughs> Pigeon Forge is like a crater in Tennessee. It is. So it has mountains all around it. It's kind of like... So it's really hard to predict the it's weather. It's kind of like Denver, but at a way lower altitude. So you can't really predict the weather. So they'll have three inches of snow one day, and it'll be 75 degrees the next. Very true. Which is insane. Indeed. Yeah, we're going to be there. Well, we technically are there right now. We're on our way back from this. <laughs> these timelines are confusing. I feel like I feel like Marty in Back to the Future, too. I'm getting confused. <laughs> All these timelines. <laughs> Which 1985 are we in? <laughs> Speaking of Marty, though, um, that's what we're uh, planning on talking about today. Is a uh, We've talked about uh, movie cars. space-time car- continuum? No. Oh. We've talked about movie cars before, but let's talk about car movies. Ooh. Like the whole movie in and of itself. I like. I do. I like. I like. I like. I, I'm going to make one special request. What's that? And this is my anti-millennial march in me <laughs> saying this. No Fast and Furious. You know what? I think there's enough good car movies that the there franchise. Is, there's doesn't. lots of good car movies. I mean, because what is it? Is Vin Diesel versus The Rock and a Dodge Challenger? Yeah, all they do is like boom, grab explosion. ass for a little bit. Dodge Challenger sparklers <laughs> in the background. Next thing you know, boom, we got a movie. Paul Walker dies. The yeah. end. Yep, that's. I hate to ruin it. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah, they get old up in nine. I hear. I'm just saying. (laughs) And it won't stop me from watching nine. (laughs) But well, we we know how you feel about the Rock. I'm just saying. (laughs) He can be my boulder. I'm just saying. (laughs) He's got enough money to convince me over. (laughs) (laughs) Such a stud. It's like ooh, Rock. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You see that bank account? You're like ooh, yeah. You smell what the rock's cooking? You're damn right, I do. He's got enough money to cook anything he's wanting. <laughs> so anyhow, let's uh, let's dig into it. Let's I talk ain't about smelling some... Raymond noodles. That's for sure. Yeah, not around him. <laughs> so uh, let's let's talk about some uh, car movies. I tell you a good one. 
Tell me a good Two Lane Blacktop. Two Lane Blacktop. I'm going to tell you something bad about me. I've never watched Two Lane Blacktop. I always knew wow. you were troubled. You... Yeah, well, I just, uh, the opportunity has never Richard, presented itself. That's what That explains a lot about this guy. I, I, I will truly admit that I, I'm surprised by that. That, that hurts me. It's just one of those things. I've just never, the you opportunity. Know, it's never been on. It's just never been on. Yeah, well, exactly. If you told me you never met your father. I would not feel any worse for you than not watching Two Lane Blacktop. It's sorry, <laughs> so like, 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 but like, I want to hug you right now. Well, you know what's bad is I didn't see Stroker Ace till like just this past year. To be fair with Two Lane Blacktop, there's like 35 words in the entire movie. Um, but you know what? They're they're good 35. Yeah, words. they're important. Um, they're, they're important. They're all keywords. Exactly. Keywords. There's not a lot of dialogue. no. I have nothing against it, and I do want to watch it. I love the '55 Chevy in it. Um. I just that's the most recycled car. That car has been in like 37 car movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. we could probably make a show about that car. Yeah, really. I know. But I just yeah, the opportunity to watch it, you know, a copy of it has never been floating around. I just not have not had the opportunity in my life to watch it. Like I want to like start a GoFundMe page to buy you the DVD <laughs> because you haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean I would love to watch it. Don't get me wrong. I would absolutely love to watch the movie. I think it, I think it'd be a great movie. It is a cool movie, and it's it's a car movie like American Graffiti is a car movie, right? And see, now that's one of my favorite movies. Now, and it's, but you hate Grease. I know. Well, it's a musical end. Well, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Robert on that. Yeah, Grease isn't the word. <laughs> not not a big fan of Grease myself. Yeah, well, we'll uh, I have seen it though. We'll fast forward that for later in the car movie thing. Let's move along to another car movie. How about uh, how about Corvette Summer? I want to tell you, being the Corvette guy, Mister Plastic Fantastic himself, <laughs> I love Corvette Summer. I like Annie Potts too, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I'm not going to about that. Uh, how about the Corvette? I've, I've watched more episodes of Designing Women than I hate to admit. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch a few episodes <laughs> myself. Uh. <laughs> but that Corvette is awesome though because. It's everything 70s. Oh, yeah. And this movie came out in the 70s. But the thing was cool. They started out with a 1973 Corvette, and they built it in a school class project, like a shop class, this custom Corvette. But there were so many neat little things about it. You know, of course, the flared fenders and the custom hood and the stationary headlights and things of that nature. But the thing that was so cool about it was right-hand drive. Pop quiz. Do you know why the car was right-hand drive? It was for a reason for the movie. I do not. No. All right. In the movie, the car ends up getting stolen after it's completed. It's candy apple red. There's only two of them. There was actually a film car and the show car. Well, they were, and they were both right-hand drive. But the reason the car was right-hand drive is in the movie, Mark Hamill, before Star Wars, actually finds the car in Las Vegas. That's where he meets Annie Potts, and it's a wild love affair and all this stuff chasing this car down. But the thing that was cool about it is is Annie gets mad at him, and he's driving the car. Well, they already knew, you know, obviously when they were writing the script, that this was going to happen. So she's walking down the strip. Well, if he was in the driver's side of this car with side pipes, no way you could hear him and her talking back and forth. Right. So they made the car right-hand drive where he'd be on her side driving down the street. That is one elaborate solution. <laughs> but it does it, a but lot that's of the work. reason the car is right-hand drive. Uh, you think yeah. they would have just put two mufflers on it or something? Uh, yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can weld some mufflers in there and uh, quiet that bad boy down just a little bit. No, we'll just make a right-hand drive. Yeah. We'll just <laughs> Got another swap idea. <laughs> the whole entire geometry of this car for this one shot. But oh, I really, love it. 
I really, when I had my C3 and I was building it, I really wanted to make it right-hand drive. I thought that would be so cool. It would be very cool to see. It would be very cool to and see. And you could deliver mail with it. And you could, yeah, you could deliver mail in your so like C3 VIP. The 30 people in the country that would have gotten the reference, it would have been the coolest thing that's ever happened. Then everybody else would be like, yo, is that like the Japan model? Is that a JDM VIP? <laughs> is that a European model? Did you have that thing shipped over from Tokyo? Perhaps it is. Maybe Converted and shipped back. Exactly. Uh, all right, so let's talk about another movie. How about uh, Need for Speed? Did any of you guys see it? Kind of a recent release. Nope. Starred Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. I used to play the game, and I think I've seen part of it because uh, I do remember Aaron Paul. I don't. I'm not even. I'm not even pulling up anything for this. Okay, so so if you've ever played the game, the movie is basically a direct, a direct jump over. But it had a ton of Bugatti Veyrons and different Lamborghinis and Ferraris and and different cars like that. You really need to watch it. See, I need to watch. You know, uh, it's not like we two lane blacktop. Mo- we need to have a movie night. We need to have a car movie night. We, you need to watch Need for Speed. I need to watch Two Lane Blacktop. Richard's bringing the popcorn. There you go. And yeah, I, I think we need to get together on that. I think we'll just throw in uh, American Graffiti for the heck of it. I'm yeah. with you. As long as we can get some Cannonball Run in there, I'm good. And we'll get a little Cannonball Run. Uh, I think a little Smokey in the Band. I think a little Jack- Jackie Gleason action is... Put the evidence in the car, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good old ad-lib Jackie Gleason. I love the lines from that movie. Oh, yes, and we're going to talk about them and a heck of a lot more. Plus, we're probably going to hit on some NASCAR movies here because there's some good ones. Some roundy round track movies? Oh, some roundy round track movies. That's right, guys. I tell you what, stay tuned. We're talking car movies right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Richard. What is your favorite NASCAR movie? My favorite NASCAR movie is probably got to be Talladega Nights. That's so. a man who really don't care about NASCAR right there. That's that, how you know. Well, that's my man. You that's, are right about that's, that. That's how you know. It, all right, so here's how it works. If you like NASCAR, you pick out Days of Thunder or Stroke Race. If you don't like really it. care for NASCAR, then you pick out Talladega Nights. Well, Stroke Race was loosely based on my life. <laughs> Charlie Daniels even said it himself, you good looking devil. <laughs> uh, easy there. You want to talk about me? No. Not at all. I'd call Uncle Charlie about that. Yeah, what about you? Yeah. So, let's talk about some NASCAR car movies. Let's. Talladega Nights is a great movie, though. It's funny. You know, of course, Will Ferrell makes anything funny. Uh, that he does. I tell you what, not to get too far off subject, when he's Harry Carey. <laughs> that puts joy in my heart. I, I hate baseball. I mean, I'm, I don't get me wrong. I love America and all that. I like apple pie, so I check all the other boxes. But I'm not really a big baseball fan like that. And he does Harry Carey. If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? So, <laughs> it's a yes or no question. I love that. That puts joy in my heart. When I'm having a bad day, you know what I do? I tune in to Hot Rods and Happy Hour on iTunes. Yeah, there you go. the podcast. Shameless but, plug. But when I'm not doing that and I'm not watching myself on VinWiki, I watch Harry Carey by Will Ferrell. Which <laughs> so is, I'm guessing you never watch Harry Carey at all? Not often. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a wonderful, wonderful, <laughs> I love it. Like, I'm going to Google it right now. That's how bad I want to see it. Well, hold Break. your horses. Hold your horses. Uh, but no, let's talk about Talladega Nights. It's a great movie. 
I've got a couple problems with Talladega Nights right, right, off the, right off the hip. Let's hear them. Of course, Talladega Nights is a NASCAR movie, and I understand this is not going to be true life. It's a movie. I understand that. Let's go back to Reese Bobby <laughs> and his 1968 Chevrolet Malibu that he's driving. And it's, what, 1971 or something like that, whenever, when it goes back back in the day. Ooh. And it has Pro Star wheels on it, <laughs> which didn't come out to 19. 87, 88. Never caught that, but you're mm. right. It needs Kreger SSTs on it. I'm just throwing that out there, too. That's the one thing that bothers me. That's a good me. one. And then of all things, Reese Bobby is driving an automatic on the column Chevelle. Yeah. Your station wagon isn't even automatic on the column. I know. And Reese Bobby, amateur, semi-professional stunt car, race car driver. Amateur tattoo a, artist. Has a column shift. 68 Malibu. You know what? I kind of see your point there. That uh, bothers me. I can see where you're coming from. What? Well, I mean, it was probably in production. They probably got the cheapest Malibu Chevelle they could get their hands on. But I mean, I understand that car probably. They probably built 10 of them because they demolished them. But, <laughs> but I mean, column shift, like it bothers me. So, you know, Ricky Bobby sending his car into a flip that lasted throughout a commercial break. Didn't even phase me. Didn't even phase you, but the star wheels on there that didn't come but, out. But but the but the knockoff pro star wheels, <sighs> and the fact that it's a column shift car, really <laughs> bench seat column shift. It's a bench seat car. Wow, you, I got to go home and watch that movie now. You're giving me so much to think about. I mean, it, it's it's bad. I'm having to reconsider if I even like the movie now. I mean, the rest of it, yeah. But after that, I'm just like, I'm hurt. I'm really not even sure if I want to watch this movie ever again. It bothers me. I mean, but, but I'm that guy. I catch that. Like, like we was watching, what's the uh, the, the Joe Dirt 2? Oh, God. There's, yeah. And it was like the continuity in that movie is horrible. Yeah, continuity er- errors are throughout it. You know, oof. like, oh, we're going back to 1971, and you see, like, an 86 Camaro drive by. That drives me insane. Mm-hmm. No, we can't, because apparently they're from the future. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right, you uh, you don't feel too well about Talladega Nights. Let's uh, step back a little bit older. Let's go Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder is a good movie. Got a thing for tall chicks, and Nicole Kidman naturally checks that box. Check, check. I'm with you there. So Richard's ever giving me the happy shake. So did you see the rest of the movie by chance? You know that thing where he's explaining drafting? Oh, man. <laughs> That's. I understand Nicole Kidman was a, was a character in there. Anybody that gets on IMDb can check that out. But um, did, you, did you watch the movie? Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. When movie. he's building the car. And talking to it in a fashion that no one would ever, ever talk to a NASCAR. I talk to my car like that. Well, you're daily. different. You're different. But in building a NASCAR inside a barn, that uh, just wouldn't happen. Yeah, that's probably probably not a lot. Even in the early 90s, late 80s, yeah, they were getting real technical by then. So yeah, that, one that was unlikely. But the big thing that was funny, though, I love when he was building it. You know, we'll shave a half inch off you and shape you like a bullet. And then get your prime painted yeah. way out there on that track. I love it. Do you talk to your Malibu like that? Actually, I talk to my Malibu SS like that. So so explain to me a conversation. Have a conversation. Let's pretend I'm your Malibu. Oh, and, and I want you to walk downstairs. All right. the, I want you to walk downstairs in the morning. Let me explain to you a Friday night at the Pitts house. Open the door. This is getting weird. All right. So, we may not want this. I don't want this to be not airworthy. 
It's going to be good. Okay, I'm making sure it's clean, okay? It's clean. But this is the thing that's crazy about it. A Friday night at the Pitts household. Got a show Saturday that we're not hosting. That, I'm, I, I that just, we're going to. I just want to say that you've worried our producer so much that he stepped in. He had to show. chime in. But this is the thing, though. I'm down in the garage. I got some 38 special playing in the background. Right. So you're serenading me at this point because I'm your Alabama. Yes. And you know what? I'm waxing it. And you know, I'm sitting there, got my game face on. I'm wiping my car down. Polishing it up. Polishing it up. And I'm sitting there. You know, it's like it's like you're working all week, you know? Right. And on Friday night, you know, you're praying for a win on Saturday. Right, right. And it's like you're preparing and you're getting ready. And then, like, you know that music that plays when the car's sitting in Days of Thunder when all the cars are sitting, you know, oh, in the lanes? Yeah. That dun, 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 dun. That's playing in the back of my head the whole time. That right. and the Rocky theme, like, which is weird. But anyway. Yeah. That's that's how I am, man. I mean, that's the way I look at it, dude. Don't knock me. So what do you say to the Malibu? What would you say to me if I was your Malibu? I will say this, and I know I'm saying this to probably 200,000 people when I say this, but I will, I will say this. Every time I outrun somebody in that car, I pat it on the dash and say, that's my girl. <laughs> I do pat it on the dash. <laughs> Not in a weird, kinky way. <laughs> Why'd you look at me? <laughs> But I do. I, I, I mean, it's just my thing. Sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. M- maybe your card run better if you talk to it a little. You know bit, what? You maybe know? maybe she's it never let me down. I'm just throwing you, throwing that out there. Today. I'm gonna go out and stroke and rub on my. You ain't got to stroke and rub. See, you taking it to perversion now. No, no. I was just gonna wax it on out. This is just a man in his car. You taking it to that next level? <laughs> no, I was. Just, I mean, I was just going. It needs a good cleaning. So I was gonna blow. Well, the that's pi- for sure. I was gonna blow the pipes out, huh? You know, get her out, take her out. Maybe if you rub her on the dash, talk to her a little bit. Why are you Why are you going through the gears? Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I tell, that's I tell you what. You know, you know what I think. I think we need a little break. I think we do. All right, guys, stay tuned. We're talking car movies and other weird things right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod, what's happening, dude? I feel like we got off on a little tangent. We may have. On we, the last segment. We may have escaped the subject just a tad. Just just a tad. So we need to get back on NASCAR movies. Well, just movies, car movies. In car movies, but we're talking about NASCAR we movies. We are talking about NASCAR and movies. And my favorite NASCAR movie. Yes. Stroke Race. Other than Nicole Kidman. And the reason I like Stroke <laughs> Race is because old Lonnie's in it. Bert's wife. What was her name? Lonnie. Lonnie Anderson. They, I'm, I'm, that's my I'm, boy. I'm noticing a pattern here. Yeah. Uh, did Did you happen to see that movie? I know Lonnie's in it, but did you happen to see the movie? Yes, I did see the movie. It's a really good movie. Oh, okay. Stroke Race is a great movie. So what other parts did you like besides Lonnie? I like the part I mean, with I, I like, Powell in it. I like Lonnie, too. Don't get me wrong. But what other what other parts of this movie did you enjoy? Well, first, you got Bubba Smith. You do have Bubba Smith. Who also played Hightower in the Police Academy movies. I think his name is Bubba Smith. It okay. is Bubba Smith. Okay. And your Bubba Smith is a football player. He is. Was. And he always plays the bouncer or, like, the guy that's going to rough somebody up mm-hmm. or the bodyguard. And, like, he picks the race car up on one side. Like, he's just, like, superhuman strength. No, he rolled a police car in police academy. Yeah, I mean that's. that's I doubt cool. he could really do that, but I doubt that too. I'm just, I'm but, just not seeing any man uh, rolling over a but box, yeah, but box then, Chevy. So basically, the 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 summary mm-hmm. of the movie is that Burt Reynolds is a really good driver, but right. he's so vain and he's so cocky that nobody will work with him. You know what? Maybe maybe that is a story about your life. 
Really? <laughs> Richard, you're awful for that. You shouldn't laugh. Really? No, R- Richard it. laughed. I, I was thinking that you're a great driver. <laughs> See? He so was himself. I. Yeah. So was I. No, I know better. <laughs> so was I. I know better. And and you're, so, you're with a beautiful blonde now, so you got your Lonnie. Exactly. See, I I thought about it. And I am a good-looking devil. Admit mm, it. Admit mm, it. Come mm, on. Give me a yeah. Do it. Give me a yeah. Give me a yeah. I'll buy you some Starburst. Give me a yeah. All right, you better go now. <laughs> go get my Starburst. <laughs> get Starburst first. All right. But that is a good movie. But anyway, he ends up getting in a bad sponsorship deal with Clyde Torkel and yes. Clyde's Torkel Chicken Pit. And it was so funny. Basically, it's like a KFC ripoff. And it's hilarious, the the things that he's trying to do to get out of his contract. Um, there is actually some local people in that movie. Really? Yes, a gentleman from uh, Lockhart, South Carolina. A man, man by the name of Frank Hill. He pay, played the father uh, of, uh, what's the guy's name in that movie? Burt Reynolds' buddy. Uh, the one that was the actor. Yep, the actor buddy. Um, his he's father. from Lockhart? No, the father is. Really? Yes, the father is. He's Frank Hill. Huh? He's the guy that played the uh, the rep from Anheuser Busch or something, where it was. Remember? Yeah, he played the rep. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's very cool. Uh, Frank Hill is actually he's known. He, he they did a story on him a few years back. He's actually known for making jewelry out of uh, fecal matter <laughs> poop. <laughs> yes. You know, of all the things I can make jewelry out of. That would probably be the last thing I would think of. Also, and the video is on YouTube. you got to do some digging to find it, but I have found it, and I have seen it for myself. There is a video of him flying his airplane underneath the Lockhart Bridge crossing over to Chester County. How do you discover that you can do that? What, man? What, fly an airplane under a bridge or make no, jewelry out of poop? making jewelry. Out of poop. I would say the airplane is easily, more easily discoverable than the whole poop jewelry thing. I just don't think it took off. Mm, actually, it did. Actually, people did. bought it. People bought it. I don't even want to Google this. I'm, I really don't want to Google that. And that's yeah. saying a lot because Richard Googles a lot. Yeah, of things. But I don't even want to tell you what I just Googled, but it involved Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hopefully well. it's not current pics. That's for sure. <laughs> Time has not been good to her. Easy. <laughs> I'm just saying. But no, uh, yeah, Frank Hill. From that movie, he's from Lockhart, South Carolina. He's passed away since then. I mean, obviously, he was kind of old. And oh yeah, he was old in the eighty three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was he was old before I was born. But yeah, yeah that's a uh, but. Shark Race is a great movie. I mean, it's a classic Burt Reynolds movie. All Burt Reynolds movies have that same kind of vibe going. Oh yeah, I, every one of them. But it is a good movie. It is a great movie. Great, great movie. All right, so I think that's all the NASCAR movies we got. So well, it's not all the NASCAR movies because there's one you're leaving out. Which one is that? How about White Lightning? Ooh. That's right. It has been many, The many, Junior Johnson story. It has been many, and I got another many, one for you. many moons since I've seen that movie. What's the uh, What's the uh, the NASCAR movie with Richard Pryor? Oh, man. Man, that's a good one. That is a very I good one. I forgot about that. Somebody, we're going to give you extra credit to go to the Hot Rods and Happy Hour page and then tell us this. Yeah, because... Willard Scott. No, that's... that's uh, no, William but, Scott. No, it that, ain't William. He's fixing a hat. Wendell Scott. That wasn't Richard Pryor wasn't in that, was it? That yes, was, that, that was Richard Pryor, Pryor playing that part. Ah, I didn't Come know. back to the Lonnie Anderson pictures later. <laughs> Google, don't let me down. It's Wendell Scott. Is that the name of the movie? Uh, no, that was the name of the driver. Uh, it's a true story. It, it's uh, ESPN did a documentary. But no, this is a movie. They did a movie yeah, like yeah. in the 70s. 
I'm looking this. it up right now. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of the movie. It might be the Wendell Scott story or something like that. But that actually does kind of sound familiar. Hang on one I think I think we're right there. Mm, looking. Grease Lightning. There, there you go. Yep, Grease Lightning, 1977. Wendell Scott. Wendell Scott, yeah. yeah but they, they they also did a TV movie in 2011, yeah. which, which was Wendell Scott, A Race Story. Yeah, and I mean, but this guy, he was actually one, the first black guy in NASCAR. He was the first African-American in NASCAR. Yes, that's that's so cool. And was a good driver, too. Oh, it was, and he went through a lot yeah. of, of trouble just, just to even compete. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people didn't want him around. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean... I mean, the 70s were... I mean, it was a different time. Well, well it was NASCAR. It was a different thing now. I yeah. mean, now NASCAR now is, is... I mean, it's... I guess PC as it possibly can be. Oh, yeah. But you got to think about NASCAR back in the day, in the 70s and the 80s. Like, we were talking about Kelly Arbor the other day at the shop. Kelly Arbor was scrapped with anybody. Mm-hmm. And like old school Wrangler Dale Earnhardt days. Oh yeah. I mean like It was got, a different time, man. Totally different time. I mean, they were all about it. They I mean they wanted to fight. Oh yeah, looking for a reason to fight. Exactly. Looking yeah. for a reason. Yeah, NASCAR was a roughneck, uh, you know, good old boy sport for a long Long, long time. Well, you got to think about where its roots came from, obviously, running Shun. Right. I mean, these guys were not exactly, you know, choir boys. <laughs> no, you know? by no means. And they weren't making any money either, so. Exactly. So, yeah, you got to fight. Exactly. Yeah, sometimes they just got to fight. But, yeah, I, I encourage uh, anybody to watch the Wendell Scott story, though, the, especially the 2011 documentary. It actually, okay, here's you a good one. That one uses a car that I actually uh, designed in it. What's that? Oh, it's got a uh, old Ford Falcon. I actually did the lettering on it. Really? Yeah, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Wendell Scott. You see it? Uh, you see it during one race. It uh, drives by. It's got the hood up. It was an imitation wreck car. Really? It never really wrecked in the movie, but it had the hood flopped up on it. That's cool. Uh huh. That's Num- very cool. Number forty-five. Forty-five Falcon. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and, there, and there's a lot of good. But like I said, the Junior John story is actually a really good one too. A lot of people don't even know about that movie. Yeah. That was a really good one. I, I, that one had completely slipped my radar. I had forgotten all about That's it. That's what I'm saying. So give us another good one. Uh, another good movie to move on to. How about sticking to the Burt Reynolds genre? And we've talked about these, mo- well, more cars from these movies before, but about Cannonball Run. Man, this is iconic, dude. This is <clears throat> classic. I love Cannonball Run for so many reasons. Oh, yeah. Slapstick comedy. Bert. Which the slapstick comedy is based off truth. Yeah. The Lamborghini Girls. Uh-huh. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra driving the Turbo Z. Exactly. Richard Pryor. Not Richard Pryor, but uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. And uh, Martin, uh, Dean Martin Dean in the Martin. Ferrari. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, I love Roger Moore's part in the movie, too. Yeah, Roger Moore playing Roger Moore. Yeah, as yeah, playing 007. I love it. That was great. And, and, of course, he would have the Aston Martin as his car. The, uh, I mean, those movies were just so fun and just so goofy. And, you know, I mean, well, yeah, think about it. I had Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. And the big guy. What's his name? I know exactly. You know uh, what I'm talking about? Dom Delavis? No, no, no. No, 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 no him, no. too. But, well, but the, guy, the guy that was with Jackie Chan. John Candy. No, 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 no. no. The big, tall, giant dude. He played in Happy Gilmore. He's Oh, the guy with the nail in his head. Yeah, you struck, you struck my foot with your ball. I know that guy. I don't know his name, but I know his heart. He also, this dude was huge. 
huge. Interestingly enough, and I can't remember if it was a Roger Moore one or not, but he also played Jaws in one of the 007 movies. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. I don't remember if it was a Roger Moore movie or not. But the but. Cannonball movies were so great. Little continuity issues with some of the stuff in them if you just want to pick them apart. <laughs> ton of continuity issues. And I love that the opening scene is shot backwards. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you another cool thing. How about the song, the theme song to Cannonball Run? Do you know who sings it? Everybody knows uh, that song. I, I do know who sings this one. I do, too. I think I can probably come up with it. Obviously, y'all know it. But uh, I know the song, and I bet I could figure it out if I took a few minutes to... Ray Stevens, of all people. Seriously? Okay, never mind. The Didn't Streak sang this. Did not know that. <laughs> That's disappointing. Mississippi Squirrel <laughs> Revival. He sang that. Speaking of singing, we got to sing a tune through these commercial breaks. All right, guys, stay tuned. We're talking car movies right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I almost started singing the Cannonball theme song. <laughs> cannonball, Cannonball. Everybody's lip-syncing it right now in the studio, cannonball. including the producer. This is an iconic movie, though. And then they had Cannonball 2. I so see you, cannonball 2 gets a lot of flack. I can see it, but I don't agree with it. It's still a great movie. It gets the sequel flack, yes, <laughs> but almost every character came back. Yes. Except for they got new hot chicks. In the Lamborghini. Catherine Bach. That's right. Being one of them. That one, I could, they could have got something a little better than Catherine Easy, easy. I'm sorry. I've never been the biggest Catherine Bach fan. I tell, sorry, for sorry, the, Bo and Luke. Yeah, I'm sorry. For, for those who don't know, that is the original Daisy, Daisy Duke. Duke. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not the... Catherine Bach never really cranked my tractor. I mean, just... Well, I, she she I'm, started my car once or twice. I'm going to go ahead and look on my Googles here and see what we can find on Miss Catherine Bach. <laughs> <laughs> she but, aged decently, too. <laughs> <laughs> she, sound. she aged more like old bourbon, you know? <laughs> Still got kicked to it, though. A little rough. <laughs> Still got kicked to it. Had a bite to it, but you know what I'm saying. But the cool thing about this movie, though, was the color change Lamborghini. That's when they hosed it off. Remember, it had the yeah, white. Yeah, and then it went from white to black. Or red. Black to white. Right, white was to it red? red? Okay. to a red car. Yep. And... I mean, the the movie was basically the same thing, but like, then the sheik was putting yeah, up the money and he gets kidnapped. Yeah, and threw a, a little monkey wrench into the whole operation with the sheik. But and, and I mean, and of course, the sheik was played by Alan Alda. Yeah, not Alan Alda, but uh, Jamie Farr from Jamie, Mash. Yeah, Jamie Farr, which is epic. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy is like white as the new fallen snow, but he plays a Middle Eastern sheik. Oh, yeah, it's great, too. And it's hilarious. And I mean, like, there's no way you could make a movie like that anymore. I, I would say the favorite part about Cannonball Run Part 2 is, for me, would definitely be Mel Tillis and... Um, Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw, yeah. That's that's funny when they're parking the car. Oh, well. And, and they put it in the swimming pool. Yeah, he said, you got anything to eat for this trip? He, I got something to d- d- drink. Drink. <laughs> and the, all those uh, cases of beer. And what was the guy's name, Mr. Mr. Floyd, what was his name? The guy, the guy that got uh, kidnapped with Obi. Oh yeah. Oh God, I can't think of it. That's hilarious. Or what, am I getting one and two mixed up again? Uh, no, because they were in the ambulance for one. Yeah, ambulance for one. So yeah, that's that's wrong. And then two is the uh, the limousine. Yeah, I'm t- the army limousine. Yes, oh, yes, they had the uh, the because uh, they was dressed like a ar- army. Guy. Yeah, it was like a general yeah. and whatever. Yeah, they had the military limo. And old, and old Gomer Powell was in that and one, too. Gomer Powell was in that one, yeah. Because that was like right after Stroke Race came out is when 
Uh, Cannonball 2. That was a good year for him. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best year since 1968. Yeah, really. (laughs) Well, yeah. We actually looked up Burt Reynolds' films earlier. He started like 160 something films. 187 films. 187 films. That's That's insane. That's a lot. There there was some uh, double time working there. That's crazy. You've heard of eight of them. Yeah, Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, you know what? While we're talking about Burt Reynolds' films, why don't we just jump on over to the obvious Smokey and the Bandit? Smokey and the Bandit's great. I am one of those weird guys that I love the first, I love the second, I even love the third one. I like the third one. The third one's just hilarious. And Jackie Gleason, first of all, I love Jerry Reed. Yeah. Oh, Jerry yeah. Reed Jerry Reed is my Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Because, you know, being in the truck stuff, naturally the snowman was my man. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I, I just I like Jerry Reed. His, his little comments, his little one-liners are so great. Like when he comes out of the bar and he's just got his butt whooped, he hops back in the truck, and uh, Burt Reynolds asks him, "How'd you do?" He said, "Usual. I lost." <laughs> he was he was very good at the one-liners. Yeah. But he drives over everybody's bike, all the bikers' bikes, as he leaves. Yeah, <laughs> he starts laughing. He ain't much of a fighter. He ain't much of a driver either. Yeah. Don't look like he ain't much of a driver either. <laughs> But Fred's okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I love that movie though. That's that's some classic. Just love, that's love, not even, love. It's not even a car movie. That's just America. <laughs> that is exa- that's red, white, and blue. And right how there. about how about the hardest song in the world to find? Westbound and down in that movie when they first taken off. That would Texas. be eastbound and down. No, they play westbound down heading up to Texas. Do they? Yes, sir. They I, do. I'm going to have to fact check that. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm almost positive it's I, eastbound and down both ways. No, is is westbound and down. I mean, it would make sense. Well, but do you know why they were going to Texarkana, Texas? Yes, I do, because it's a Coors Light. A Coors Light could it not wasn't be, Coors Light. It was Coors Original. Yeah, Coors Original. Yes, Coors Original. But it could not be transferred over the uh, was it Mississippi River, I think. Is Mason, the or yeah, Mississippi River was yeah. considered bootlegging. Yep. Which was insane. And I love Big Enos and Little Enos Burdett. <laughs> I love it. Did you bring your pygmy along with you? <laughs> I love when they're talking about, <laughs> like when he's counting the money out, he said, well, we need a car to block. Yeah. A speedy car. Speed. Speedier than that. Speedier than that. <laughs> I love that, that, that. Those movies are like when he, when he goes to leave, we need a car to get away with. Here, take my Cadillac. That'll leave me with an even, even dozen. dozen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just that'll those. Leave, that leave me with an even dozen. Or my favorite one. Got some clam chowder up. <laughs> Where does he say New Go England? Go double or nothing, yeah. Or, you say, or my favorite thing, why do you need so much beer for? Because they're thirsty, dummy. Because <laughs> they're thirsty. <laughs> but the, the one-liners in that movie are just epic. Or when he's sitting there and he's like at that truck show, and he, like he's like he's the star attraction, Bill oh, Reynolds yeah. is. And he's sitting there and he says, and that's a legend? Daddy, it's funny how a out-of-work bum and a legend look a lot alike. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a good, very good continuity issue with the first one. Very good continuity issue. When they're originally first heading out to uh, Texas and they do the montage. Well, you, first of all, they never hit a Texas. This film's all filmed, yeah, right? Every it's filmed it, in Georgia, every right, right around outside Atlanta. Was it like 20, 30-mile radius of Atlanta? Yeah, everything. Um, but... In movie land, when they first head to uh, Texarkana, um, and they're heading out west, and they're playing westbound down, and it's a montage going on the entire time, there is a scene where they're coming down the road, and the rain, it's like getting a little bit in the evening, and you see the car go down the hill, up the hill, and it's getting closer to the camera the whole time the headlights are on. There's two people in the car. 
And that's before he picked Frog up. That's before he picked Frog Oh, up. Sally Field. Oof. <laughs> Back when Sally was kind of hot. Not Miss Doubtfire Sally. We're no. talking good-looking Sally. Now she aged Not like Forrest hell. Mama Sally. Frog. Frog. She, she aged like hell. Yeah, that time is not her and her and Lonnie both. They just... <laughs> Bless it. Oh, Frog. Man, it's our time with Burt. <laughs> ruin you. I'm telling you, Burt Riddles, kill a woman. I'm telling you, just ruin it. But how about my favorite thing about Smokey the Bandit? You get into talking about part two. Look how many police cars they ruined. Oh, I mean, that was part of it, though. Oh, I mean, my that's what God. makes it cool. Part two, they destroyed them. That semi truck scene. Oh. Is that the one where they knocked down the, the roller coaster, too? Uh, you know what? It might, it might be. Was it, yeah, the roller coaster was two, I think. When they knocked, yeah, because they had the elephant. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, who would think that up? We're hauling an elephant. Over Dom DeLuise. See, Dom DeLuise crossed over there. Yeah, he was the vet. Yeah, he's the vet there. That, that was insane. Oh, Charlotte. That was yeah. the name of the elephant. Yeah, yep, exactly. It's a living, breathing thing. <laughs> they, they read a song about her. Uh, yeah, I love two. I love three. Oh. Three series. is hilarious, though, because... Is it two that the car gets crunched up into where it's like a like a triangle-shaped, and it's still driving around? I think that's three. I think it is I two. think it is three. No, I think it's three. Yeah, where it gets kink, it's kinked. It's kinked up. Yeah, and I, could, I could be wrong. But I it actually be wrong, it but. actually drives. They have a drive shaft like that shortened, and it goes to and from, so it's actually working. It's a working car. You can actually watch it like function. Yeah, because, I mean, really, if you think about it in the movie, the car never got hurt. So, I mean, I think I guess it would almost have to be three. Yeah. Yeah. And three, of course, Burt Reynolds wasn't in it anymore. It was, uh, Jerry still was. And Jerry, he played the bandit in this one. But but you know what? They, they stole, like, a big fake fish. Yeah, there was a marlin. Yeah. Uh, that they strapped to the roof. Yeah. You know, it, it was kind of funny the way they did that, though, because they played off the fact that they didn't have – you know, Burt Reynolds in anymore because he just stepped over in the role and he's like all excited about getting to be the bandit. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's pretty cool. Thing Except he stole, uh, you know, Knight Rider's car to do it in. That was a little cool. That was that was that was the end. <laughs> you know, in 84, it was cool. But I tell you what ain't cool is these commercial breaks. Yes. And we got to take another one right here. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking car movies right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WORD. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.